Hello and welcome back to Say It Again, the Soda 2 podcast where we talk about the day we might repeat ourselves once or twice and we get ready for tomorrow. It is the 24th of September, still 2019 for a few more months, and this is episode 13. I want to let you know about a couple of different opportunities and resources that are available to you. We want you to be able to live the Soda 2 life even when you're away from school, benefit from all of our work. We are, of course, smarter together. So aside from everything that we post on Google Classroom, our podcast, Say It Again, is now available on five different platforms, uh, including Spotify and Google, and I'm told that it will soon be available as an Apple podcast, too. An exciting step forward. I also have been posting content to my YouTube channel, which is just Joshua Walcott. Unfortunately, I've not been able to create a Soda 2 YouTube channel yet. I'm working on it, uh, but I do have a number of tech tips posted there that correspond with our lessons and are linked through Google Classroom and some other treats from the Soda 2 archives. Finally, we have started again, uh, as we do most years, posting some images of our daily work uh, out on social media. So we do have a Soda 2 Facebook page, that's at Soda 2. Uh, We also have a Soda 2 Instagram feed, again, at Soda 2, and the 2 is spelled out, so at S-O-T-A. T-W-O. Check there if you want to see some of the fantastic portrait photography and landscape photography that students did in science class yesterday and today. Some exceptional images that we want to share out with people. We have a field trip coming up tomorrow. We will be leaving school at 8.30 a.m. to walk over across town to the UWL Outdoor Ropes course. We're very excited. Uh, it's a, it'll be a great first trip of the year and a great opportunity for challenge by choice. The weather for tomorrow looks like it's going to be great. Uh, 45 for the low, 80 for the high, partly sunny, no chance of rain. So a great day to be out on the ropes course. Please make sure that you have your waiver form signed, that you wear your good walking shoes, because we will be walking there and walking back, and that you wear clothing you're going to be comfortable moving around in. We'll have some team-based challenges, some problem solving, and of course, the excitement of maybe going up high, climbing up high, and being brave. Here's a poem for today by William Carlos Williams called The Red Wheelbarrow. So much depends upon 
a red wheelbarrow, glazed with rainwater beside the white chickens. In poetry class today, so in writing class with Mrs. Schmuck, students were working towards completing their poetry portfolios. And that portfolio project, that collection of work, is due by 8.30 a.m. tomorrow morning. I know that she has suggested to a number of people that they must complete that assignment before we can leave on the field trip. We want to see everyone go and be successful. So take time tonight to wrap up any homework on that account that you might have. Poetry portfolio due tomorrow. Across the hall, well, not really across the hall, is it? Next door, next door in my classroom in science today, we carried on with our lessons in technology and photography. Uh, Again, if you're not familiar with me saying it yet, I'll say it one more time. We are taking a chance, we're taking time at the beginning of this year to become iPad experts, to learn firsthand how to really use our technology well as visual communicators so that when we need to explain a complicated science concept, when we need to make a convincing argument in mathematics, when we need to explore the history of a place or people or invention in social studies. We have all of those visual communication skills and compelling images to do that with. So today was really our last day with the Everyone Can Create Photos curriculum. We had a chance to take all of our tools out for a spin and really see what they can do. So students walked outside, we visited the community garden, which is across the street from our school, and we worked with our rule of thirds, whether turned horizontally or vertically. The photographic lens, the photographic rectangle that we're so used to seeing can be divided up into thirds. And as we talked about a couple of days ago, human beings really prefer images where there are strong compositional elements, important things or very bold high contrast things, right? Or clear sharp edges that are lined up with those lines of thirds. And the challenge today was for students to go out and work with the horizon line, uh, stretching horizontally across the frame to work with the verticals of trees, of fence posts, of buildings, and as we got over to the garden, sunflowers, the, the tall, straight sunflower stalks were very popular. Uh, people also used fences and the horizontal of some of the picnic tables as a horizon line in the foreground. Uh, students did fascinating things with focus and depth of field, and of course, applied all of the skills that we worked with a few days ago, really over the past week, the chance to filter, 
to crop. And of course, that crop tool will bring up the grid, the lines of thirds. We had all of the students go into their settings today and turn on the grid. You don't always have to have it on, but it's a great compositional tool, especially as you're learning to photograph. And so students have that now on their iPads. If you'd like to see some of those photographs, please visit us on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, and I will be using some of them as examples in upcoming Google Classroom assignments. There's nowhere yet posted for students to turn in their landscape photographs. That's coming up. We also had students experiment with the panoramic feature on the camera, uh, which you can use to stretch out an image or to knit together uh, lots of individual images into one very long image. It's a way to look around corners. It's a way to take even an almost circular photograph uh, and, of course, as students figured out very quickly, it's a way to create some very surprising effects because if you have someone moving as you, the photographer, are also moving and taking the panorama, it tends to chop people up and put hands and heads and feet where they may not belong. We had some people make some very funny looking but very amusing photographs today as well. As we move on to our Everyone Can Create drawing curriculum, which is coming up, Everyone Can Create Music, and Everyone Can Create Movies right, that we have in the next week or so, we're going to start using a lot of the same key vocabulary words, things like cropping, framing, visual element, white balance. And we have some assignments coming up where students will create examples of those key vocabulary words so that we really connect the meaning of the words with experiences so that we're really ready not just to know the words but to use them in our conversations as scientists, as mathematicians, as visual communicators will have some critiques where it will be very important for students to be able to use those key vocabulary words to describe what is successful in someone else's photograph and also what could be better. Remember the Oreo cookie. Speaking of photography, I did want to, and, and key vocabulary words, I often like to take photographs excuse me, to take words and break them apart into pieces. I will often say to people, what is the word inside of the word? And if we take photography, there are two words that we hear right away, photo and graph. And if we go back to the meaning of those individual words, it may give us a clue as to what the whole word, the compound word, suggests. So photo, very simply, means light. Anything having to do with light. And graph, especially when you go back to the original Latin, refers to writing. 
photographing is writing. And so photographs are light drawings or light writings. Sort of a funny way to think about it, to, to think that light could write or draw on a piece of paper or a screen, but that's really what the word means. So it's, it's also funny, in class today we talked about how photographs are a kind of eye exercise. We create these interesting compositions for people to move their eyes around and hopefully enjoy or ask questions or become curious. But in that sense, it really does feel like light writing. You are creating compositional shapes by recording, by writing down, by capturing the light that travels in a straight line to your camera lens. So that's what photography means, light drawing or light writing. And it might interest you to know that when modern photography first became really widely available, right? Our, our, some of our first photographs appear just before the Civil War, and they were very, very hard to make and very expensive, right? So that's the 1860s. But by the early 1900s, it was much more uh, affordable. It was much less expensive for people to buy cameras and buy film and make photographs. And there was a great fear amongst the naysayers. There were lots of people concerned and many articles written on how the photograph was destroying the world and it was going to ruin and replace the pencil. That's right. Photography was going to eliminate writing with pencils. Well, here we are a hundred hundred or more years on and we do still write with pencils and Apple pencils and crayons and markers and so many other writing implements. Photography has become one more technology in our toolbox as visual communicators. Make sure to bring your iPads tomorrow. We're going to need them at the ropes course with everything that you've learned about taking exceptional photographs, portraits, and documenting the landscape. I think it's going to be a great opportunity for some action shots. That's one of the pieces we haven't practiced yet, some action photography tomorrow. That's all I have for today. Ask lots of questions, get a good night's sleep, and we'll see you tomorrow. Sorry, one more thing. I just can't end without letting you know. I learned today why fish can't jump rope. It's because the fish keep getting caught on the line. <laughs>